Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Hey everyone, I'm Courtney Revolution. I'm Savannah Palacio, and welcome to The, the Homecoming, Homecoming Queens. Queens! Every Wednesday on Homecoming Queens, we will have one of our pals from the reality verse to tell us what it's like to go on TV, come off TV, and have everyone know who you are. The full episode of Homecoming Queens is available on our Eve YouTube channel, or you can watch us on your favorite podcast app. Rate, review, and subscribe. You know how it goes. Today's guest is a really good friend of mine. His name is Mike Mulderick. He is from Lindsay Lohan's Beach Club, X on the Beach season five. And if you know anything about Mike, he loves a good drink and he loves drama yes. with a capital D. But before we get into all of the mess with Mike, uh, he had Savannah to tell y'all what's going on with us. Savannah, what's going on? How are you? Uh, I'm good, you know. I um, was partying in my car this <laughs> morning car. on the way over here. You know, I was having a little concert. Were you, you were driving the Soul Train. Coffee, yeah, coffee <laughs> in hand. I said, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> it was great. I don't know. I, I feel like I've been doing really good lately. Your glasses. I, I, I can't stop complimenting them. I know I said them earlier today. Thank but your you. glasses look so good. Where yeah. are they from? I think these are from iBuyDirect non-spawns. Non-spawns, no coin. Yeah, I love um, iBuyDirect though. <laughs> yeah, I love iBuyDirect. I wanted to get some green frames because, you know, green attracts money. And that's yes. what I love to have in my bank account. Yes, green <laughs> is my favorite color. Is it? It is. Oh, my birthstone is emerald. Is it? Yeah. Oh so, my gosh. You know, I'm just repping. Um, yes, um, I love that. I have a question. Okay. How do you know when you need to stop going out and stay home? Because I've been going out a oh. lot and I feel like I'm like not stressed, not frustrated because every time I go out, I'm having fun. But I just am feeling like, damn, when was the last time I woosahed? Hmm. Maybe some of your hobbies need to change. Like maybe you mm. don't need to stop going out, but maybe... In lieu of you going out, you should pick up a hobby. And like, we should do that ceramics class. <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll help you. Y'all, we have been talking about going to the <laughs> ceramics class for months now. <laughs> no, not months. No, no, no. Okay, wait. We've been busy with the with this podcast. True. And True. It, like, we see a lot of each other, yes, you know? And so, like, we, I need to miss you. 
<laughs> we, I need You're to right. allow you to miss me. Yes. Yeah. So yes. we can't always be together. We're not. First of all, Honestly, don't let her get it twisted. We are not always together. Yeah, yeah. I see your ass once a week. No. Once a week. This podcast. But I saw you at the at the FYC event. I saw you the day before for the podcast. Saw- Savannah, before the FYC event and before this podcast, uh-huh. tell them how many times you saw me. Oh, you know what? That's kind of true. Only whenever we would go out and stuff. I would see Savannah ass <laughs> once every 60 goddamn days, y'all. That is a lie. That is a <laughs> once lie. Once every 45 days, to be more realistic. Lie. What, what do they say in the Amber Heard trial? I don't objection, know. hearsay. Objection, hearsay. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> anyway, I don't know. How do you know when you're like, am I feeling burnt out? How yeah. am I asking you to tell me how I'm feeling? No. Tell me how I'm feeling, Savannah. How, yeah, how are you feeling? I don't know. Maybe I'm a little burnt out. I feel like I've been doing a lot, a lot of good things, but okay. um, I just am feeling like, I need to take care of my mental for a little bit. I need like a week off. Not a week off from like the uh-huh. podcast, but like from like dinners and mm. seeing people every day. I've done something every single day this week. You need to recharge your social battery. Yeah. I'm yeah. feeling like, uh, you know, when your phone is like on 2% and you reach for the charger and then that shit just die. <laughs> I feel like the dying phone. <laughs> Why does that happen to my phone every day though? Because you're busy. You got shit yeah. going on. Yeah, your battery right on out. I agree with you, though. Like, I feel like sometimes it's just a lot. Like, it's Mm. an event here. It's a party there. It's a friend's birthday this day. And then it's just a lot going on on top of already having to be on Mm -hmm. for a majority of the day. Right. Mm -hmm. So I do understand that. Yeah. Just maybe picking up a hobby that doesn't require you to be on your phone. That's kind of why I go skiing a lot in the winter. That makes sense. Because... No one can get a hold of me when I'm up there. So Period. I can't use my phone anyways. Mm. Um, and it f- like gives me something to do outside, fresh air, um, something active. Mm. So I feel like I'm also working out, you know, and but I'm not. <laughs> I mean, I am, but I'm not going to the gym, yeah. I feel you. I'm about to learn how to play tennis. Ooh, yeah. I feel yeah. like tennis would be amazing Put for you. Put a little you. skirt on. You mm-hmm. know, get my Venus on. <laughs> okay. No, okay. Wait, hang on, get that camera. <laughs> okay. I'm over oh, get it. Ooh. <laughs> okay, I like that advice. Okay, y'all, if yeah. you're feeling burnt out and your mental is feeling major, uh, pick up a hobby. Uh, my advice mm. is take a nap. I mean, a hobby <laughs> doesn't have to be something active. I True. mean, you could just go to the beach. You mm. could just commit to doing like a walk around your neighborhood every day at a certain time you know mm-hmm. like it could just be something like in your schedule that doesn't require you to be on your phone you know especially because we're we all work from home now yeah and so all of us are constantly looking at screens it's just sometimes nice to like not that's how i feel when i go to the gym because i'm not like really on my phone like that i queue up my songs and mm-hmm. then i <sighs> mm-hmm. <sighs> I mean, you could listen to this podcast on your walk. Oh. You know? Yeah, I mean, honestly, I would. Yeah. (laughs) It's a good podcast. You could do you could go on a little walk. Uh uh. (laughs) You're stupid. But I could. (laughs) You could go on a walk. You could put in your headphones. 
Okay, no one will bug you. Push yeah. your hair back so everybody sees the headphones so no one tries to talk to you. Uh -huh. Put on Khalid Skyline because that's my jam right now. Put your stutter shades on. Oh, oh, doors open, man. Doors open, man. Doors open. Do you understand? I've been listening to that song so much Have since you? we talked. <laughs> I literally put, I will show you right now. I literally put it on my like, in my, it, it was literally the, I was literally listening Stop. to it before I walked up to you today. Yes. I love you. I forgot you. how much I loved that song until you brought it up. He's so. amazing. Thank you, thank you. But of yeah, course. you know, going on, go on a little walk, you know, listen okay. to podcast. So the lesson for today is before you get into mess, take care of your mental. <laughs> yes, I love that. That was good. With that being said, are we about to get in the mic? First, the bad news. SAP Business AI won't help you generate cubist versions of your family's holiday photos. But it will help you understand which supplier is best to help you roll out your plant-based packaging in Southeast Asia. Or identify the training your junior project manager needs to rise up the ranks. And automate repetitive tasks while you focus on big innovations. So you can be ready for the next opportunity. Revolutionary technology. Real-world results. That's SAP Business AI. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG-13. Yeah. Is that the smell of vodka here? I'm sniffing in the hallway? I think I, I think I smell him. He, <laughs> he's approaching. Oh, all right, y'all. He's here. It's Mr. Mike Mulderig. Yay! Mike! Hi. Hi. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome home, baby. I'm happy to be here in like an actual set and studio. Normally when I do a podcast, it's like in a messy apartment. So it's <laughs> fucking fabulous. We can make it messier in here. If it I mean, we're already here, home. so it's messy enough. Okay, I, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Honestly, and it'll only get messier from here. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry. We'll get into it. I'm ready. I'm ready. What's okay. up? I want to start this off by saying, do you realize that we have known each other since 2014? Courtney, I looked through our DMs this morning. Do you? Did you did? Yeah, 2014. Okay, me yeah. and Courtney, I actually get like a little emotional when I think about it because Courtney, I literally, before I moved to LA, I stayed in his apartment and then I did. He was like, when I came to visit, he showed me around LA, he introduced me to Ricky and we had a whole night out and I'm like, I need to live here. So then I moved out here and I had a rough first year. I spent many a night crying on Courtney's couch. Oh, <laughs> just because I, it was like the year where like I moved out to a new city. I didn't know anyone. I just came out. I was doing like a lot of bad things that were like making me go through it. And the two of us also had like this dream of doing like we always said we'd be great TV mm -hmm. and social media. Mm -hmm. Cut to five years later. We know a lot of people that have come and gone. Mm -hmm. And the two of us have both had TV opportunities and killing it on social media. Like, I am I love when my friends succeed and the fact that I get to do it with them gets me off. That is <laughs> that is a beautiful bromance. Yeah, it's like, you know, we, it was, it's very, I always feel about my friendship with Mike because we very much planned it this way. Mm -hmm. Like, we sat on my couch, we're like, bitch, you could be on TV. No, bitch, you could be on TV. And now we're mm -hmm. both on TV. And now we're Aww. on our podcast. Yeah. Talking about your time on TV. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, uh, well, we didn't, we didn't talk for a year. 
Wait, really? He just like goes right into it. I want to talk go about ahead. it. Go ahead, Mike. Let's go fight, ahead. Right, yeah, let's right. talk about it. The producers it. are like, wait, this isn't in the script. Go ahead, Mike. Well, Tell we them why we didn't talk for we you. Won't, we won't drop names, but I think there was there was a mutual friend between Courtney and I who was like playing a bad game of telephone. Mm. <gasps> so when Courtney yeah. gets mad, he just kind of like, and you can tell your version of this because I don't really know what happened on your end. But my behavior is going to sound very much like Courtney on the circle. So oh, just yeah. so y'all know, I'm very um, <laughs> consistent in my behavior. So what happened yeah. was I had a roommate and the roommate had a crush on Mike and was jealous of the friendship that we had. So what he did was he lied to me and told me that Mike was saying all this shit about me. And I was like, why would Mike be doing that? This bitch is on my couch all the time. Yeah. And we're like eating ice cream in my fucking kitchen and ruining our diets. And I was like <laughs> furious. Like Mike came into my house and I I was like silent. Yeah. And then we we were like out in the club the same night. And Mike came up to me like, hey. And I was like, I don't want to talk to you right now. Like no, I was just like. He, not even that. He looked at me and I was like, is everything okay? And he just goes, we need to talk. And walked away from me. Yep. And then I didn't hear from him for a year and a half. Like, what, I was like, what happened? I didn't know what happened. Like, I was never mad. And this bitch knows, like, I'll talk shit, but I will do yes. it to your face. Yeah, yes. of course. No doing that. Yeah, I enjoy it. it. Yeah, because then it's not talking shit. It's like reading. Yeah. And your best friends read you. Exactly. Yes. exactly. But then we literally, and it was so easy because I, I did my first show. And then Courtney, I think, got wind of it and, like, texted me. He was like, just being, want to say, like, congrats. And then he was like, do you want to come over, by the way? And I was like, you know what? Yeah. And I came over and he walks out of his house and just goes, oh, my God. And opens his arms. I just give him a hug and it was fine. What the hell? You're so weird. Yeah. (laughs) Well, you just got over it. Here's the thing. I eventually found out that my roommate was a scammer. Mm. A scammer and a compulsive liar. Mm. So Mm. once I put him out, and it literally was putting his ass out, like I threw him out. Um, I oh. had to do, as I say, my Savannah moment. I had to do some self-reflecting. Maybe I should reflect <laughs> on that, like you said on the circle. Yeah. And I have those moments so- all the time. And I and I was talking to my friends at my barista job, mm. and I was like, you know what? I think I need to apologize. <laughs> and I hate apologizing, but it was the mature thing to do because I knew for a fact that it was me not talking to you. Yes. You know? Yeah. So I was like, you know what? I was at literally the Harvest Bar. <laughs> and I was like, I wrote this long, you know, I'm a good long passage writer. And mm-hmm. I was just being honest. And I knew in my heart you would forgive me. Uh, but I was like, no, never, okay. I wasn't forgiving. I was never mad at you. I know. I was, I was furious. Just genuinely cur- cur- I was, was furious. We I know talk. you were. That's we you. We need to talk. <laughs> Except... We're not scared for you. Yeah, you're scary. We yeah. need to talk. I would not. I'd be like, okay. Y'all saw the show? Yeah. Y'all saw the show? I don't know what y'all heard about me, but you might as well believe it at this point. Yeah. So. And you guys see, like, you see my, if, I know, well, I was going to say y'all saw the show, but no one's seen my shows. We've seen your, we yeah. don't get what? into it. We're going to get into Let's it. Let's get into it then. Okay. Let's just get into it. All okay. right. Before we yeah. get into X on the Beach, you did Lindsay Lohan Beach Club. What the hell is Lindsay Lohan Beach Club? Yeah. Okay, well, it was pitched to us, and the pitch sounded perfect. It wanted to be like a Vanderpump Rules knockoff. Think Vanderpump Rules meets Jersey Shore, but with Lindsay Lohan instead of Lisa Vanderpump in Mykonos. Wild. Wild. And I was like, I called, I don't don't think I was talking to you at the time, but I called everyone. I was like, bitch, (laughs) it's happened. I I signed a five-season contract. Because we were going to do two seasons in Mykonos, then Athens, then Rhodes, and then Dubai. <gasps> that was the season. That sounds incredible. Yeah. Inc- I was I was so excited for that show. 
And I didn't audition. Wait, so it didn't happen at all? It happened. Okay. It happened because I didn't audition. You know, they came to the Abbey. They had they had the whole thing cast, and production was there. And then they squashed the cast because Lindsay and Panos, the owner, thought they were too ugly. So they squashed Gee. it, and they had a week to recast. So they came to my bar, and they were like at the Abbey, and they were like, "Do you guys have any bitchy bartenders?" And they were like, "You got to talk to Mike." <laughs> <laughs> and they came over, and they were like asking me questions. I thought it was a job interview. They were like, "Do you want to work for the summer in Greece?" I was like, yeah. And then after I got the job, they were like, by the way, we're going to film it in your boss's Lindsay Lohan. I was like, oh, okay. So like, I, by the time I found out about the show, three days later, I was on plane. There was no time to look over Whoa. the contract. Three days? Three days. I, my body was not right. Wait, how long were you going to be gone for? A month and a half. How did you get everything together for a month and a half in three up, days? I, I, wish, I wish I could talk about stuff that hasn't even come out yet that I had a six-hour notice. But mm. we ain't going to talk about that because I can't. That, <laughs> but, but. That's, okay, go on. That's crazy. Well, they also told me, like, you can't. Like, like you can't wear brand clothes and it was my first show opportunity so I went to Target mm. and I just bought a bunch of clothes at Target threw it in a suitcase and left mm. and then I got there and I was so excited to be there but then like day one we had like orientation with Lindsay and they were like if you fuck anybody date anybody or cause any drama you're going home and you're fired and if Lindsay fired you like production can't intervene you're actually fired Whoa. and I was just like I raised my hand I'm like I came here to do every single one of those things so I'm I'm like Surprised even made it to the finale. Right. Do these rules also apply for when she's inebriated? Like if she just lashes out or is what? it only things that she can do when she... I, th these are, I'm just... I'm asking be because yeah. we know... I mean, the... Fuck, how do I say this diplomatically? I'm just, is she on drugs? I think we were all under the impression that Lindsay Lohan was working on her sobriety at the particular time right, that Mike right. was shooting the show. She was a user. She... You know, had a track record for being one. So yeah, I just want to know. Uh, I'm trying to think of what I can legally say. Yes. Uh, I will say this: Lindsay was very nice. She okay. didn't make a lot of sense. Uh, and the whole point of the show was her coming back after being gone to show that she was a great boss and was sober and was killing it. Um, was she all three of those? I was going to ask exactly. Was that she question. a great boss? I'm going to say she wasn't all three of those. How's that? There you and, go. and there were two days where we couldn't film because for some reason or another, she was unable to come to filming. Oh. And when she would lash out at us, the edit would make it seem like we didn't know what we were doing. So, like, for example, when it's like they would sit us down every morning and tell us our job. And today, they're like, Savannah, today your job is social media. Here's your phone. Just go around and take care of the Instagram. And you do your job. Lindsay comes in, lashes out for you being on your phone, doesn't know that it's your job because she wasn't there. The editor of the show comes out, look at Savannah just on her phone all day. She's not even working. Uh, She's such a bad worker. Uh, and you're like, oh, yeah. fucking, I just did what you told me to do. So Gotta was there, love TV. Was there a lot, that, <laughs> girl, was there a lot of that going on on Lohan Beach Club? Where, a lot. Like, yeah. we were not able to be confrontational. We were not able to fight. If we were, you could go home. But sometimes it was, but it was also, like, it was also suggested and like they wanted us to do that, but we could go home. And so we didn't want to do that because if we go home, we don't get paid. So the whole cast was like dumbed down and the show was boring as fuck. And we didn't know what it was because then all of a sudden people are going home. We didn't know anybody was going to go Kayla home. Kayla from the challenge rolling up out of nowhere. Out of like, nowhere causing shit. Yeah. They literally like literally like a girl from the challenge just like shows up on Lohan Beach Club yeah. like and then she just like fights with Lindsay and then gets sent home. Yeah, like it's it was it was kind of weird. Yeah. Even as a fan of reality TV, that was very strange to me. I'm sorry. 
if you're not going to allow drama, why are you going to have a reality TV show? Isn't that the reason why people watch reality TV? It's like, dude, what was the purpose of the show? To be entertaining or for us to believe that Lindsay Lohan could handle being a boss? She could have just put out an Instagram post about her sobriety and we could have just washed our hands of it. Well, you could have, look how Lisa Vanderpump does it. Like, Lisa lets the cast... D- destroy mm-hmm. one another. Yeah. Like, go crazy. But as long as they're not fucking up at work, mm-hmm. she doesn't get involved. Mm-hmm. But, mm. like, Lindsay came over. Someone got fired for having a messy room. Like, right. we were like, what is going... D- two people smacked each other. That was fine. A guy was a misogynistic asshole to all the girls in the house. That was fine. But when I got nude at a nude beach... They tried to make me sound like I was a predator and <gasps> said, you exposed yeah. yourself to children. Yeah. We're firing yeah. you. And I'm like, it's a nude beach. There were no children. You put children in the edit and that could actually fuck me up in the real they world. They did not Mike, do before, that. Did they really do yeah. that? They said, you what, don't explain the situation for oh those that gosh. haven't seen Loha and Beach Club, how it showed on the, on the show. What happened when, uh, so Sophie and Nathan from Geordie Shore came to visit mm-hmm. and they were like, Mike, uh, they're Jordy Shore. They're partiers. You can't keep up with them. Don't even try. And by the way, Sophie, why they told me this, I don't know. They're like, Sophie doesn't like buy guys. So like, leave her alone. <laughs> I was like, all right. Okay. I don't know why, but I know you're baiting me. Game yeah. on. I know my job. So I said, I'm going to party their asses off and then I'm going to make out with Sophie and I'll tell her afterwards. And that's exactly what I did. And then mm-hmm. I made out with Nathan also. And then they wanted nice. to go swimming, but he didn't have a bathing suit. So they said, do whatever the client wants, like do whatever it asked for. Like they had us hooking up with clients. That was okay. And then uh, the client wanted a bathing suit. I was like, I can give you mine or I can take you to go buy one. I'll buy one for you. Mm -hmm. No, I want yours. I look around at production. I go, can I do that? I don't have any underwear on underneath. And they look at me and go, do you care? And I went, no. So I thought that meant it was fine. So I get naked. I'm like covering myself, obviously. And I give them my my, my bathing suit. I'm going to the bar, getting shots, partying, whatever. The show comes out and it makes it seem like I just openly chose to get naked and the whole cast was like so fucking offended and it was like a disgrace to the Lohan brand and I'm like and they cut out my Friday Night Lights speech when I got fired because I'm like oh I'm a disgrace to the brand but your brand is okay with violence and misogyny if that's what your brand is and I don't want to be a part of it mm. and sleeping with clients what like yeah, I, where, where do you show, draw it, the it, line it was very encouraged on how, the show how, for sure how are you gonna allow sleeping with clients but not allow a messy room is it because you're bringing the clients to the room and it needs to be clean the truth of the matter is they were just finding reasons to get rid of boring people on the cast yeah yeah mm. and that's I was, exactly after i was fired i was told they were going to bring me back if they did another season which we were supposed to we cleared our schedule for a year and then like a month before we would go back to film just tmz comes out lohan beach club no longer exists oh yeah i remember that yeah she just sold it she didn't tell mtv mm-hmm. she didn't tell anybody we called and they were like no we just found out as well we had no idea and it was just pull, the rug was pulled out from under us because she was an <laughs> unstable person to work with. Mm. So I, she was nice when I knew her, but I will never forget that she cost me five years of a TV show. Mm. <laughs> that bitch. I mean, yeah. people sometimes are great to know them, not always great to be in business with. Right? Absolutely, so. absolutely. Wow, that's intense, and that's a lot. There, I have a lot to say about it, but the first thing I will say is there is a special place in hell for producers that do things like that to cast. Um, So I'm sorry because I, you know, we've been there, you know, we've been on TV and like, (laughs) it's, there's a lot that we are not always able to share. So thank you so much for sharing all of that. Hey, 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. That's fucking crazy. Well, one thing you got to know about, and I think it's to my detriment, is I talk about everything production-wise that I'm not allowed to talk about. Because, oh, me too. Oh, Courtney knows. Me too. I don't give a fuck. Fuck. <laughs> because at the care. end of the day, they ain't paying me more than I can make doing YouTube on my own. First of all, the production companies are not the ones that are in charge of casting. That's why I don't give a fuck. Thank you, bitch. So, and if and if you can show up to your job as a producer and choose to be unprofessional, mm-hmm. but I, as a cast, am expected to be professional, mm-hmm. then the middle finger to fucking you. Yeah. I will tell everybody what you did to me and I will make sure that none of my friends in TV ever work with you because yeah. my friends are amazing and oh. they deliver for good TV and mm. you don't deserve it. Thank you. Thank you. I love her boss bitch attitude right now. <laughs> I do. But you I knew you would. You have to treat people like the, the do unto others. Reduction treats you like garbage. They, they do. treat you like you're worthless. And we I like on my second show, like on the first show, Lohan, we I was friends with all of them. Yeah. Like I trusted them and that was my mistake. Mm. On mm-hmm. X on the Beach, I was a monster. I was gonna ask you, a monster. You, you did Lohan <laughs> Beach Club, like you obviously learned a lot. You learned how the production worked. You mm. learned. So that, that was the you... first thing you did. Mm-hmm. You were just at the Abbey, mm-hmm. bartending yeah. with those big arms. Baby. Nice, baby. It was, it, those arms that were got you on the cast. That's nice. <laughs> I, I would have come up to you too. Like... <laughs> so you. You yeah. messy bitch. No. I love that. Okay, so then what did you do after? I honestly just continued doing YouTube and that because that was always my goal. Mm-hmm. I always put that before TV because at the end of the day, and this is where like people get very confused. Like I the hate comments on like Twitter being like, you're not on the challenge, so like you're irrelevant. I'm like, bitch, if they don't get cast, they're nobody. If I don't get cast, I still got something. First of all, Mike, yeah. let's, I just really need to uh send a special message. Y'all have <laughs> no idea. Uh, who has been called for mm. these shows and how often we turn these shows down Bitch. because they like to offer us peanuts. Bitch, I got offered Crumbs. the challenge. You think I'm trying to get up there and get my <laughs> ass flung by Wes and the girlies? No, Hell no. no. And I know that and I know that they don't have the coin to afford me to go out there for 12 weeks and act a fucking donkey. No. So absolutely not. When the challenge fans say things like you're irrelevant because you're not on the challenge, no, bitch. I'm too pretty to be on the challenge. <laughs> exactly. Like, are you kidding me? Check I, yourself. I, I've always said no originally because I can't get wet. My hair is powder. Like, I haven't had the surgery to make it real the yet. powder scalp. And what I'm not going to do is being the queer who got eliminated because he couldn't get his hair wet week two. I'm not doing it. <laughs> and also, the, like, when I said no, I'm like, okay, let's be, I'll be, can I talk, I'll be real. I'm going to talk about money. <laughs> talk be about real. money. It's fine. The challenge called me. Mm-hmm. They wanted me to be gone. I'm not going to say when they called me, but they mm-hmm. called me. They wanted me to go- be gone for three months. It's mm-hmm. my manager who's the liaison, so they told me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they were, the pay would be around... Like $2,000 a month? I mean, a week. I'm sorry, a week. And you're gone for three months. They spit in your face. And I said, okay, well, um, I'm projected to make 80 to 100 grand on my YouTube channel in that time. 
if you can't match that or pay me more, why do I want to do your show? And hurt yourself. And hurt myself. And they were like, well, uh, but it's the challenge. It's the TV. And I said, I'm so sorry. Let's not get confused. My, my YouTube channel may not be the biggest thing in the world, but I have videos with more views than X on the Beach has total viewers combined. Get them again for me. So do not forget that. <laughs> your network means nothing to me anymore. And me and Arise on the show, we told them all the time, like, Arise was the best. Yeah. She was like, don't fucking talk to me like that. You're not Drag Race. You have no payoff for me, mm -hmm. and you cannot speak to me in that tone. And I would be in the background like, get him again. That's I agree. spicy. I love that. <laughs> That's crazy. What was the biggest skill that you took from Lohan over to X on the Beach, would you say? Uh, my willingness to go there. Mm. The reason I got fired was the reason I got recast on other shows. Where's everybody else from that show? I love them. Yeah. I love this guy. Yeah, yeah, but I he's right. Yeah, he is right. It, it exactly. was the only, I'm the only one that was memorable. People that won Lohan Beach Club, people don't even know their names. They had no airtime. And I, and I do love y'all down. Um, y'all do know I love y'all down, but Mike is not. He's not inaccurate. No, we all um, know the win. It's not about winning. Only facts. It's really not. It's not oh, about say it again. Say it's it again. It's not about winning. It's not about winning because it's what you do with the platform you're given with the time that you get on your show Thank and you. what you do after it. Thank that you. That really determines who the winners are. Yes. You get what I'm saying? And we've all been part of projects where maybe not the challenge because it's a million dollars, but sometimes like let's I'm going to talk. Let's talk about Drag Race. OK. Like those all star seasons. Mm -hmm. Prize money is like one hundred thousand dollars for the all stars. It's two hundred thousand. I know for a fact they are getting more than the prize money mm. at that point. At that point, I know people on other like these people are getting like six hundred fifty thousand dollars. Some of them. Right. That's fucking you know, crazy. Maybe not Drag Race, but like some of these other shows. Like, like yeah. I know the Jersey Shore on Double Shot at Love. Paulie and Vinny got like one point five million dollars a season. Private jets, everything. But you want to know something funny about that. something funny in, in fashion that I actually know about Jersey Shore? What? So random, but you know uh, Louis Vuitton would buy uh, Snooky Gucci bags to oh. wear on the show so that it cheapened like the Gucci aesthetic. What? Yeah, isn't that tea? That's crazy. I know. Anyway, random. Go Ooh, on. Speaking of Jersey, did you hear the hot gossip going on with the New Jersey cast? They're bringing back a new. Oh, they're yes. bringing it back. Do you remember? I told you I got a call to move back to Jersey I do. for four months. I <gasps> wanted to ask you. Wait, do it. I, I said no. I got that call months ago. I said I just got an availability. Like my manager was like, by the way, they want to know would you move mm. to New Jersey for four months. And I was like, yeah, what Four for? Months, yeah. I and then I never heard anything. So mm. I didn't get picked. And I was never like option. They just asked availability. And I'm assuming mm. it's for that. Mm. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't know if I would do it. How come? Because I'm friends with people that are part of the original Jersey Shore cast. And okay. bitch, they are they're very upset. Mad. And yeah. also, I also gotta read them a little bit. Because mm -hmm. they're all posting this thing being like we took uh, a chance with a network that was struggling. I'm like, first of At all, at the time that Jersey Shore came out, <laughs> MTV was popping. MTV was popping at that time. They came at a time when The Hills was on its way out. Mm. You get what I'm saying? That's mm -hmm. the time period that Jersey Shore came in. Um, if Lauren Conrad still wanted to be on TV, Jersey Shore wouldn't have been what it was. And they, these are just the facts. Yeah. Um, but it's not like anyone said that family vacation was getting canceled. So why can't we have a Jersey Shore 2.0? Well, you know, they got double shot at Love canceled. I never saw one episode of that, so I understand. Me either. Yeah. I understand. Well, it, Darren was <laughs> telling me they were supposed to be the new cast of Jersey Shore. Because what they did is they took Lohan Beach Club. That failed, so they mm -hmm. took that formula, got rid of Lindsay, gave it to Polly and Vinny with the double shot at Love Girls, uh -huh. and just redid the formula with them. Okay. Then, but in Vegas. And then they were supposed to patch the tor torch onto them, mm -hmm. but they all threw a stink and told the network it's either them or us. 
This is all coming from tea behind the scenes. There's no facts. It's just gossip. Yeah. Wow. We love that here. Yeah. And then, so MTV obviously chose to stick with them. So they canceled Double Shot. Ooh. And now they're doing it again. Ooh. And now they're boycotting it again. But here's the thing. And I'm just going to tell everybody. I mean, this is just my personal opinion. I hope it does do well. I don't. I always wish success on everybody in any TV opportunity you get. Uh-huh. I don't think a new show on MTV is going to do well anymore. Well. Why? No one watches MTV. Mm. And we can't even get a is? rerun. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I genuinely do not know why we don't even get a rerun, but we are playing ridiculousness for 24 hours straight every day. Why yeah, isn't like our episode playing once a week? Yeah, you're right. Right. Yeah, yeah that's right. that's so true. I mean, I feel like whenever I go on MTV, it's always ridiculousness yeah. on always. all the time. Yeah. yeah. And you got to give people time to get invested. I feel like that's X on the Beach's biggest detriment mm-hmm. is there's so many people and they're coming in and out. And they don't show what really happens in editing. So it's like people are coming in and out for no reason so quick. You have no time to get invested at all. Mm -hmm. Let me ask you this, Mike. Before you went and did X on the Beach, did you sort of have like a plan of how you wanted your edit to go? Yes. How do you plan that out? How would you plan like I want to be seen in this light. So this is what I'm going to do. Walk us through that thought process before you hop your ass on a plane. Well, it was kind of different. Instead of doing that, I knew I was going on with Arise. Mm Mm-hmm. We, they they were very candid about that. We all knew we were going to be there. It's not a surprise. We, <laughs> come we, off the water. We, <gasps> we fully went through like four months of auditioning for the show. Jesus. Ox on the beach. Oh, my God. <laughs> came off the water. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't believe I'm here. Yeah. yeah. I submitted a list of exes to a network, and I can't believe they're showing up right now. <laughs> so, of course, me and Arise knew that we were going to have to talk about it, and we mm-hmm. genuinely wanted to work on things. So we're like, you know what? It's a controlled environment. Maybe it'll be actually good for us. Mm-hmm. I knew what Arise was going to do. Wait, you did you genuinely think that at the time? What? That it would be good for you guys? Yeah. Because it's a controlled place for me to work on things that I couldn't do to her outside of the house. Oh, mm. right. I see. Because I was like, mm. if you want to... Well, I'll talk about it. Okay, okay, <laughs> but, okay. Yeah. Um, basically, I knew what Arise gives. Mm-hmm. Arise is always on, especially when she's on TV. I know what she's going to give. She's going to give quiet, model, statuesque. Uh, mm-hmm. And I was going to give us airtime. So I was like, I'll be the funny one who I'm not willing to, I, I mean, I'm willing to be the bad guy. Mm-hmm. That's what makes me good on reality TV. I'm, I'm willing to be the, the dick. I don't care what your opinion is. Mm-hmm. And normally that won't happen, but I'm not afraid to do that. And I know with the situation with Arise, black trans woman, they're never going to make her look bad. Yeah. White guy, white guy with muscles. Come Easy. On. I'm your villain. Easy. <laughs> Mama, I'm your villain. You're halfway there. And I didn't, I knew I didn't even have to put on airs. I didn't need to act. I was just going to naturally do what happened. And I knew how it would play out because I know I'm damaged in that sense. But I thought being there would help me work on those things. Because, I, you know, you go on TV and you see yourself in a different light. Mm. Totally. And you kind of reflect on that. And tonight, I know this will probably come out after, but tonight is like a bad episode oh, for bitch, me. I won't miss it. It's the worst day. Oh, I, I have a full um, breakdown. Really? Breakdown? I have to watch it. Full breakdown. I no. curse out. A, I don't know what they're going to show, but I'll tell you, like, me and Arise get in a huge fight. And it's a genuine fight. And it is because the whole time like we're we know not to give it all away too fast sex Mm -hmm. on the beach if i don't let you finish the storyline you can't get rid of me yeah (laughs) easy so this just actually got we got in a real big fight randomly and she knows me she knows my triggers she knows my trauma Mm -hmm. and she basically came at me with um this is why no one will ever date you in the real world because you're a slut you're a weho glory hole and no one will ever take you seriously and i was like "Ah." and that's why you're still single at your fucking age you fucking bitch (laughs) and then it went, it you called a black trans woman a bitch. They gonna eat your ass up. Yep, she leaned back. 
leaned because I yelled at her with no makeup on and she was furious because she's like, you motherfucker, this is going to air. <laughs> she leaned back, crossed her legs and goes, you know, it's real brave of you to just verbally assault a black trans woman. And I went, oh, <laughs> you didn't have to do that. <laughs> I saw Twitter. Like, yeah. yeah. So I'm sure your ass yeah. did. Oh, God, it was bad. Just and then I went ahead and log out today. Age, just go you, on ahead and just log out If today. you raise yeah. your voice, <laughs> even if you look at a black woman on TV wrong, you will automatically be labeled as racist. Mm-hmm. What yeah. did you Shut say to that? Up. Were Don't you, you like, do that. Let me relax. I walked downstairs and I came back upstairs and I made it worse. Because you know when you like come back and you're like, <laughs> all right, I'm not letting it go. Maybe I shouldn't have called you a bitch. Um, but you're like, you hurt my feelings. Yeah, but you're kind of acting like one. <laughs> yeah. Well, she, the thing is, my I, they made me call my mom. And they were like, what would your mother say if she heard you ca- talk to a woman like this? I'm like, let's call her. Mom. <laughs> she was like, I called the girl a bitch and now the whole house hates me. Long pause. Well, was she a bitch? And I, I was love like, that. Mom, probably, my mom probably was she goes, well, fuck that bitch. <laughs> yeah. Now they need to air that. Yes. And they wonder why we are the way we are. I come from a loud Italian family. They're like, you talk too much and you're obnoxious and you're flamboyant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're not wrong. I mean, it is what it is. I am who I am. Yeah. And it was, it'll be, because, you know, the thing is, with this fight, I really was going to lose Arisa as a friend. She taught me, like, she pulled me aside. It was like, genuinely, we are not friends after this. Do not talk to me. Oh, really? I do not want to speak to you ever again. Don't. But she called you a glory hole. But now she had the power. Because the whole house, of course, has to side with her. Optics. Optics. The whole house has don't to. Don't put op- me on X on the beach. I don't give a fuck about optics. Yeah. You call me a glory hole. It's up. Yeah. Same. But you know they're not going to show that. Yeah. I already not. know. It yeah, hasn't even no. aired yet. They be bleeping out damn on yeah. X on the beach. They're not going to show her. He's calling you a really? glory hole. Yeah. Yes. You should have a Reese on here. She'll be talking about the same shit. <laughs> she'll, be, she'll be putting me yeah. in my place because literally she was like, she wouldn't talk to me. And then I was like, they're going to make me go home. I know it. So I had to write a letter. They had me write it in the confessional booth. I'm crying. No one will talk to me. I'm like, and then I had a feeling I was going to have to go out this way. Uh, So there's a moment I feel like where I might be going home tonight because of what's happening. mm -hmm. Uh, And there's like a moment where it's like, um, this is coming out after today. Uh, Yeah, I'm assuming. Safe to say. Okay. Uh, I could talk about it then. Um, Basically, they're like, you're going to go to divorce court. And you're going to have to, like, plead your case in front of the whole house. And whoever they vote is guilty is probably going to leave. Wow. And I was like, she wouldn't even talk to me. And, I like, everybody hates me. I'm going home. That's how I genuinely thought. So we go there. And, Arise, why does Mike suck? Reads me down. Like, Mike, this, this, this. Mike, why does Arise suck? <laughs> I just start to sob. I believe it. I I believe it. And I talk about all my trauma because like dating her is really triggering for me. Like mm. she makes me feel like the whole thing was I didn't want to be open. She did. Okay, so you want to share me? I'm not good enough for you. Why aren't I good enough for you? Like why? Like you know what I mean? You don't make me feel safe. All I'm asking you to do is make me feel safe, and you use it against me. Mm. And everybody thinks I'm gaslighting her. And she gaslit me the whole time. You're like, I just want security. I was like, yeah. And I was like, it makes me a bad person. And I lash out of the people. I, care. I had a real breakdown, and then I mm. looked up and saw that everyone else was crying. And I'm like, oh my god, it's working. You're <laughs> so like, stupid. It was real. I was actually having a breakdown, but then I leaned in. Peeks through the fingers. Yeah. Like, okay, <laughs> It was real tears. I was really crying. And then it could, well, because you know, they could put like silly music behind it and like that real genuine moment is now mm. a joke. For sure. They could yeah. totally discredit you. They they could not even show it. They could just show you crying in response yeah. and cut the whole response. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Damn, that's nuts. Yeah. But Mike. they let me stay and then I have my moment. <laughs> it gets crazier from there. <laughs>
I want to ask you, are you still going to be doing reality TV at 45? No. No. I wouldn't even be doing YouTube hopefully at 45. What you doing at 45? I want, well, like my whole thing is alcohol. Mm-hmm. So my goal is to build, I want to be like the uh, bartender of like beauty gurus. So Ooh. like okay. think about that platform. I would love to start coming out with like niche liquor products that aren't mm-hmm. just readily available that no one's done that I could promote on my YouTube channel of an audience who's already niche that would like that. Mm-hmm. And then use that to launch a business that I care about, queer owned business, that highlights, you know, other queer people in queer spaces. And that's where I would love to go and eventually retire and have a business that I could now hire YouTubers and social media people to work for me so I can give back because all this is going to go. And let's be real. I can't be I can't be 45 covering myself in peanut butter like I have done before on YouTube. Stop. Because I know exactly what you're talking about. (laughs) Stop. Like there's things I can't be silly like that anymore. Mm -hmm. Or I got to get to the point where I can make like how to make whiskey. And people will click. <laughs> you no, know what I mean? How to make whiskey in the mask voice. <laughs> how to make whiskey. But that's the goal. Like, you know, I want to I use this to spearhead like a business so that at 45 I could have something else that I've created myself. Everything mm. I've created myself. And honestly, when my TV shows fail, because a lot of them seem to fail, <laughs> I do find pride. And every time I get like recognized or called out, it's always from people that know me from like YouTube or TikTok. Mm-hmm. So like that TV show, we don't know her, but like that thing you created yourself. Oh my God, we love it. And I'm like, that's, you know, you think I would be upset about that, but I actually very proud about that. I was going to say, you probably feel like pride, like a sense of pride. Like, yeah. Like my baby being recognized. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. fun. I'll be doing more reality TV. I don't know how much more reality TV, but I'll be doing more. I think. <laughs> I love you on TV you already. You can't leave TV until you do a Bravo something. Oh. You can't. That has to be like your final stop. Yeah. Like, yeah. you can't leave until you do a Bravo something. Well, I'm yeah. trying to be on the Real Housewives of Dubai, so I'll bring Bitch. you with me. Uh, can we d- so let's ha- do College that. Hill is on Real Housewives of Dubai. One of the Ooh. Housewives is, like, from College Hill, from BET, from, like, back in the day. Are you serious? Let's go. Yes. I'm, I'm, I am I'm. will be there. Show me. Where is my Dubanian prince? <laughs> is it Dubanian? They're about to get us. Where, where, who, are they Dubai? I'm not commenting on this. I'm a white man. <laughs> okay, and I'm shutting up. I need up. me ahead, the Samara. prince of Dubai. If you are the Prince of Dubai, please slide into my DMs. I'm ready for my close-up. <laughs> I'll be your side piece. Yeah, you'll be my gay bestie. Yeah. Who's also just so happens to be a bartender and can make me a drink. Honey. My... I mean, you're going to need something to drink while I'm sleeping with your man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's that's okay. Honestly, take him. I don't want to do that work anyways. We're going to be going on trips, girl. That's fine. <laughs> as long as you can have him, I'll take the cards. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Mike, who do you think from reality TV is nice that you haven't met yet? And who do you think could potentially be mean on reality TV that you haven't met That's yet? That's a good question. From any show. From any show. Oh my god. That's uh who do I think could be mean? And maybe they even like come off nice on camera and you're like, nope, that's a bitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to say I don't, I'm not really, you know, Ronnie from Jersey Shore. Yeah. Never wanted to meet him. Ron. Why? Ron. Never did. Ron. I don't like people that have like charges like that against mm-hmm. anyone. There's a lot of people on the challenge that I have no desire to, honestly, there's more people that I know are probably not fun. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people on the challenge that I like no desire to see or like get you. in touch with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's another reason why I just wouldn't want to. Like, if the show doesn't look fun, I'm do it. Right? The challenge do doesn't it. look like fun to me. I want to have fun. It's no. stressful. It's not the same anymore. It's just very stressful now. And then it, the, the, the jumps just keep getting bigger. They and used like, to be falling into a lake before. Now they up 300 feet up in the yeah. air jumping yeah. off the damn helicopter. And I'm honestly, not doing that. they're all straight. 
<laughs> like, yeah. Well, this upcoming season, they I mean, they were trying to get the girls. They were trying to get the girls. Yeah, well, we did Casey. The girls said, well, they get one or two. They, they get like a Casey, few gays. But, yeah. but it's like gays that like like that environment. Like it's not us. I it's not like so the toxic masculinity. I would I would just get in fights Ooh. with people all the time. Yeah. And I couldn't handle it. And I would just like when even on X yeah. on the Beach, me and Arise were pacing. Like I need to speak to a gay person. Mm. I, right. to I, I know that feeling. Yeah, yeah, I know <laughs> I just, that. Feeling. Right, it is kind of that toxic masculinity, huh? Because mm. I feel like we're assertive, but I have no problem like lying down and being like, "Okay, you take the reins." But yeah. I feel like in like like an environment and like the challenge, it's like Argh. you need to always be yeah. Can we chill and like? smoke a joint in the back or something yeah like we get it you're a man you know what i mean i'm also yeah. a dude but i could sit back and be like listen here sissy girl yeah like we just ran four miles and <laughs> then swam nice like jump a quarter off that waterfall, girly girl <laughs> you really slayed that jump bitch yeah you go girl get it raw oh <laughs> lord and who do i think would be nice bethany frankel really bethany frankel is one of my icons bethany really? frankel your icon? Mm -hmm. Wow. I why? love her. I think she's one of the quickest people. She's someone that used reality TV to like do what I want to do, mm -hmm. produce like a, a business and a success. Like she's somebody that I really want to follow in their footsteps. And I feel like she's smart. She's unapologetic. She's quick. Mm. Like I feel like she's amazing. I never knew that. I'd but it makes sense. Love I love that for you. <laughs> you are very much all those things. You're oh, very you. quick. Yeah, you I know. Agree. Yeah. Mm. Thank you. No, I I mean I haven't even known you for a very long time. You know, I only met Mike at um Courtney's birthday dinner. And yeah. so we got along so well. We were sitting I next to each were. other. Yeah. I think that's why he put us next to each yeah. other. Yeah. yeah, no, we got along so well. That was a great seating arrangement, by the way. Thanks. It was very housewives. I'm I live. So very glad housewives, that I have right? <laughs> I wanna this weekend's my birthday. I want to do something. Maybe I know it's fun. in my calendar. Wait, when's your birthday? The twenty eighth, Gemini. Oh my god! Oh, you're a Gemini. Mm. Interesting. Wait, a lot of See? people don't like Gemini's, right? <laughs> oh yeah, we're two faced. I don't think we're two faced. Though. I think are we're you, adaptive. Yeah. Are you two faced though, or do you, I mean, I mean, that can also just be like coding, right? Like how you talk to different people and stuff. Like, well, I can't. You know, the thing don't is, be making excuses for this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Like, um, I mean, I'll be honest. Like, can I be manipulative if I want to? Yeah. Is that oh. two faced? I don't think so because I'm also honest about it. Like, <laughs> I like every, if, whatever I like. If you hear I'm talking about you behind your back and you didn't hear me say it to you, you know it's not true. And I'm very yeah. stern about that. Like I. Especially people I care about. I will tell you what you don't want to hear. Yeah, it doesn't come out of my brain unless I'm okay with you hearing it. Yeah. So if, even if I say it behind closed doors, I'll say yeah. it to you. I'll say it in front of a camera. I'll text clearly. you. I'll be like, by the way, I told I told everyone you're a cunt tonight. Yeah. And I just want I just want you to know it. <laughs> I just want to let you know that that's where how I feel and that's where I'm coming from tonight. Yeah, and I think we're just adaptive. Like mm. I can adapt to any situation because yeah. I've had to. So I feel like that's not two faced. That's just like I have like different personalities and I, I feel like that's a skill okay. a skill a skill. Mean, skill everybody I don't know if I would call it a skill but I mean <laughs> okay go off yeah. I, I'm proud of it <laughs> I'm not here to scold you you know let's move into the game this Ooh, game okay yes yes, yes. Games. we're basically playing our version of fuck Mary kill fuck which yes. is bestie friend dead to me <laughs> we're gonna give you three names of some people that you may or may not know okay. so, your friend is like someone you kind of fuck with obviously bestie yeah. like uh, till I die for lifer got it dead to me couldn't give a shit about eight feet in the ground okay easy enough let's go the three people that we have for you are Arise <laughs> Mac 
and Lindsay Lohan. Okay, Lindsay Lohan. Bye. Lindsay Lohan dead to me. Uh, Arise is my. Arise and Mac is gonna be tough because they're my like my two best friends. Yeah. We love to make it challenging. You know what? I can make. I, Mac is more of a business partner. I need him for my money, so I'm gonna say Mac's my bestie. Arise don't give me shit. Um, <laughs> And she called me a glory hole, so she's a friend. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. That. You're that, that is allowed here. It yeah. is a free country. It Thank is a you. Free country. She knows I love her. <laughs> um, yes. I think I'm going to go Mac Bestie because I've known him similarly as long as I've known you. Mm-hmm. And he's been a good friend to you. So yeah. that is important to me. You got to have him on the podcast. He would love this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll bring him in. Oh, yeah. Um, I would say. Arise as a friend because I enjoy watching Arise on TV with you, honestly. And dead to me, Lindsay Lohan, um, because I wanted five seasons of BS. Honestly, sorry, Lindsay. (laughs) We all did. Yeah, like I wanted the five seasons. Okay. So my my train of thought is just a little different from you two. Uh I feel like I don't want to get on. Arisa's bad side, so I'm gonna make her my bestie. <laughs> kind of smart for that. <laughs> she gonna call you the glory hole. I, I feel that's fine. Maybe I need her in my quarter to call someone else a glory hole, yeah. and that is also the yes, type ma'am. of friend that I need. So yeah. Arise, call me sister. Yeah, um, she's an amazing friend. She really I is. also feel like Lindsay needs a friend right now. You know, she seems to be going through a lot. Um, it doesn't really seem like the people in her corner ha- have. Fair. Her best interest at heart. So I'll give Lindsay my friend one. And I'm only going to give Dead to Me to Max. I don't know him. Fair. And Mm. he he hasn't been on the podcast yet. So that's why you're dead to me until you come (laughs) on here. (laughs) That's fair. I'll take that. I'll take that. um, It's valid. It is valid. You would like Thanks. Max. It is. And you are right about that with Arise. Like Arise and I became really close because I had, we had, like, there was, like, the three of us were best friends with someone. There was mm. a, a person in the middle mm. who we had, I had, like, a big falling out with because they did not like me. Like, a similar situation mm-hmm. with you. Oh, wow. I don't know what happened. So, oh, Arise oh. had us over. I'm not going to say their names. Yeah, yeah, Arise yeah, had yeah. us over to, like, confront it. And mm. she had, he had his piece. And then she saw me reacting to it and just shutting down. And Arise intervened. Arise, she didn't have to do this because she actually liked him more than me. Mm-hmm. And she stood up for me. And she didn't have to do that. But she's like, I was there. I knew what he was saying was bullshit. I'm around you guys all the time. I wasn't going to let him just lie about that because when is he going to do that to me next? Mm-hmm. And she, so basically, like, she stuck her neck out for me when she didn't need to do that. And ever since then, I'm like, this is a real bitch. Because she'll friend. also do this. Whether she likes you or not, she'll tell you the truth. And yep. those are the people I surround myself with. Mm. Same. I'd yeah. rather... I'd Same. rather be told the truth and have my feelings be a little hurt than be lied to. Yes. yes. You know, and yeah. like, and then like live in this fake reality of like that I create for myself because I don't want to see the truth. Yeah, mm. absolutely. Damn. That's some real shit, by yeah. the way. Friendship, y'all. Yeah. Learn something. Yeah, and read adult your friends. Friend. Adult friends. <laughs> talk <laughs> shit. Adult real friends talk shit. And real friends honest. talk yeah, shit. I agree. I agree. It just <laughs> is what it is. It's probably why you're friends in the first place. Yeah. <laughs> We're just a whole bunch of shit talkers is what the deal is. <laughs> We're on reality TV. Of course we are. I don't know how you guys did the circle, though. I could never do that show. Ever. I I know I've said this to you before, but I was literally in the circle laughing at you. Because, like, you would come across my mind and I'd be like, Mike ass could never do this never. bullshit right here. Never. I'm Be alone like that Mm-mm. all damn day. <laughs> all damn day. And I'm confrontational. Like, I fight. I physically fight. 
Really? I, you would have been like... I'm a ba- yeah. I'm the person where, like, don't ask me. Don't do as I say, not as I do. Because I'm the kind of person where, like, I choose violence. So Ooh. if you say some shit on a chat, I'm going to leave that room and come to your door. Open up. Michelle goes on our second finalist, Mike, and Mike just comes up and slaps somebody oh, behind the bar. <laughs> on site. On site. The only time I almost got in a on fight. Site. Yeah. The only time I didn't physically hit somebody on X on the Beach and I got close instead I hit the table was because A, I'm making three times as much as he was to be there. And if I hit you, I'm leaving and I'm losing like five weeks of paychecks. Exactly. Oh, they don't pay you if oh, you no, if you leave, oh. you don't get paid. I'm not gonna say, but someone on the show who I complained to you about a lot was doing a lot for five hundred dollars. <gasps> Five hundred dollars could never be me. The fact that that could person signed the contract, is. and I'll say, I'm gonna fuck. You shouldn't have gone around telling everybody what you made and asking them how much they made. <gasps> it's it's always those. It's always the ones that aren't making yeah. the most yeah. that are so concerned with how oh, much everyone else. People, is making. the thirsty people who would be like, "You're just trying to get attention from me," would also come up to you to meet you and be like, "Hi, what show are you on? How many followers do you have?" First mm. thing they say, mm. "Girl, you should come to Hearts of Reality this winter." Okay. Um, yeah, you should do that. Down. Let's make it a fun old trip. You too. <laughs> You're not doing anything in December. We got you early enough. Yeah. Yeah, before you even think to plan, let your manager know. Okay. When I give you the date, Savannah ass is in Florida this weekend. Ooh, it's for in the Florida? sick babies. You should have just kidnapped me and said that we're going I love to that. Miami. Yeah. We're going to turn out but for charity. Florida. Like Orlando or something. Can we go to Miami? <laughs> yeah, let's go to Miami. If you want. I was speaking to a circler about Miami last night. Can we play my? I can get us a hosting gig at Twist. Really? Mm-hmm. I'm in at the bars. I'll get it. I'll show up. Oh, you know what shows up? <laughs> I love the bars. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mike. Where can our uh, where can our viewers and listeners find you? You could literally find me across all socials at MikeMGTV. I primarily do YouTube, uh, TikTok. Then it goes to like Instagram. I want to start doing Twitch. I don't really know Twitch. Uh, what are you going to do on there? Right now, I've just kind of been doing like episode reactions. I just like chat if I have something to get off my chest. Mm-hmm. And I post it on my second channel, but it's live. Um, I want to learn how to play video games. I haven't games in forever, but I want to learn. Yeah. And other than that, I have my own podcast with Mac mm-hmm. called Messy Pod. We go live every Wednesday. Listen to that. Ooh. Rate, review, and subscribe, y'all. Does it We're get messier than it did today here? Oh, it's kind of like equal. But Ooh. we get like dirty. Like we, we drink douches. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, if you're into that type of stuff, definitely tap into that. I know Period. I will be on my walks, right, Courtney? Yes, on yes. The, yeah, on the walk. <laughs> and when you're not listening to that, you can listen um, to our podcast, but you can find the link for that on my socials. Hell yes. At Sav Palacio, pretty much everywhere. Uh-oh. Well, you can find me doing a plethora of things on my <laughs> socials. Court Revolution on Twitter and TikTok and Courtney Revolution. That's the full name mm. on Instagram. Love it. And follow the Homecoming Queens on Instagram and TikTok at Homecoming Queens Pod. Watch every episode of Homecoming Queens podcast on our Eve YouTube channel or listen on your favorite podcast app. Rate, review, and subscribe. You know what to do. I don't have to say it again. Okay, <laughs> rate, review, and subscribe. <laughs> Bye. 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 Love you. This was so much fun. This was fun. <laughs> Subscribe. (laughs) Homecoming Queens is part of the Eve Podcast Network and a Forever Dog production. Executive producer, Tracy Soren. Producer, Clementine Yost. Development executive, Mariah Nicholas. Engineer and editor, Sebastian Portuondo. Theme song by Will Pitts. Cover photo by Stephanie Sayas. Forever Dog Productions is Joe Cilio, Alex Ramsey, and Brett Bowen. 